The Hidden Grid, The Six World Chronicles, Episode 12, Harlequin, Session 1, Part 1. Hey gang, we're once again starting a new adventure. This one is, um, it's a little different. Whereas the other adventures are a little bit of a standalone, Harlequin is actually a series of multiple adventures that play together to an overarching story arc. Now, the first group you're going to be seeing is part of the run dubbed Physical. Physical is kind of an introduction to the dance. It has certain names that will matter in the long run of Harlequin, but they're not revealed how important they are just yet. Over the course of the next couple of sessions, you'll see them go through Physical, and maybe they'll find some clues that relate to the Metaplot, but not answers yet. Now, don't expect us to run through Harlequin one venture after another. You lace them through the others, and well, that's what we're doing. In fact, none of the runners actually know this is a uh, long-term adventure. They don't know about the kind of ins and outs just yet. But they will. You'll see just how well they handle that truth as time comes. And in the meanwhile, enjoy Harlequin, coming to us from 1990, original publication date, from the writer Kevin St. Andre. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Hidden Grid, the Six World Chronicles. Once again, we're gathering for a new mission for a bunch of misfits, bad guys, Robin Hood-esque, and terrible people in general. How you guys doing? Alright. It's cool. Functional. I'm here in my notes. <laughs> so, my name is Justin Deal, I'm your uh, Game Master, and with me as usual are three of our usual cast. And, if you've heard, there's a new voice in there. <clears throat> or is it an old voice? It's an old voice. That's right, it's our old sysop. Sissy How you doing, man? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk over each other, it's awesome that way. Oh. It is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay, so. Alright, so, we guys want to jump right in? Yes. Let's do this thing. Yep. Okay, so it's been a few weeks since the events uh, out in the SSC kind of took you guys by storm as you uh, successfully kidnapped the elementals and successfully saved them, and it made yourself a bit of a street name with the actions you guys did. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but since then, things have been bone dry in terms of work. It Apparently making yourself a big name real fast. It doesn't bode well for a job where it's about being quiet and subtle. So, you're very eager for work when Eve finally gives you guys a call on the telecom. She actually conferences all of you in at once and basically says, So, sorry I haven't been able to give you guys any leads for the most part, but I finally got something for you that a little bit more quiet, and well, with all the amazing stuff you guys did last time, let's try not to be too flashy this time. What do you think? Uh, yeah. That sounds like a plan. That sounds so, fine to you. I, I, I like quiet. Now, I wasn't able to get a hold of that rigger we hooked you up with last time. Uh, she mentioned something about 
bone still mending and uh, skin burn treatments. Um, so hooked you up to somebody new who might be able to help you out with the new run. All right. And with that, she kind of opens up a new telecom window, and you see Zen's character. This is Shadow Shot. He should be able to help you guys out. Shadow Shot. Yeah. Welcome, I suppose. Hi. Hello. Hi. So, so what's the job, Eve? All right. So I've got a friend of mine. He's he's a decent level fixer. He's been running around the streets for a couple of years. Uh, he's going to be meeting you in a penthouse in downtown. Just simple instructions are you meet him up on his uh, apartment on the rooftop of the building. Uh, the artists are expecting you in the lobby. His name is Morlock, and the job's not a heavy paying job, but it's not exactly chump change either. Just money's in. money. Mm-hmm. I want to roll. I do have um, Seattle downtown knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to roll for that, please, on this sure. guy. Okay. Um, same thing for Seattle crime syndicates. Okay. Don't care. <laughs> okay. Elle does. That's her, um... Is it intuition? Yes. Okay. Actually, no. No, logic. Logic. Okay. Still four um, five successes. Wow, okay. Dan beat me out. I only got two. Okay, well, Crap. even though Dan got five successes, uh, you got nothing in terms of Seattle Syndicate knowledge. That's cool. Uh, this guy's name's not associated with any known syndicates you have. All right. Uh, Jess, you're in... You don't know m- much about Morlock himself, mm-hmm. uh, but the p- particular apartment complex that they're talking about, it's a pretty, pretty wealthy complex. I mean... This is we're not talking like, you know, corporate execs of like a triple A corporation. Right. But you might see some CEOs of a A or double A corporation staying in this place. So if he's on the top four penthouse He's got some money. He's got some money. So uh he basically gives you the address, uh lets you know, you know, the guy's name's Morlock, and he'll be looking to meet with you later this evening. Okay. All right. Hey, Greg, can you come pick me up later? I can, yes. Thank you. Okay. How's everybody else getting there? My bike. Yeah, I'm just driving my car. Mm -hmm. No problem. My sedan. Mr. Black? Um... Remember whenever we sat down and did my lifestyle that I had a vehicle through it? Sure. Yes, I'm going to use that. Uh, we never discussed what type of vehicle it was, though. Mm, let's see. So it's a high lifestyle or a medium lifestyle? High lifestyle. High lifestyle. So that should be a decent vehicle. So... Mm, if it's a cop car, I might have an issue. No, <laughs> it's not a cop car. I don't really think Lone Star's in the habit of leasing out their cars. I don't know. Tabitha drove one, and that was no bueno. Some funny <laughs> shit sticking a troll in the backseat of a cop car. It's a pretty stripped-down Toyota Elite. Toyota Elite? Alright. Yeah. Stripped-down, though. It's doesn't have all the nice 
fancy features and test. The one you're renting doesn't even have a pilot program. That's fine. It's better than the car that I have. Mm-hmm. Considering I don't have a car, it's fantastic. Yep. This is like totally elite five years ago model. So, okay. So you'll make your way downtown, uh, arriving about the same time. It's about fifteen twenty minutes before midnight. Uh, the building you head to is a nice fifteen story complex. Little balconies uh, bulging all over from the circular walls of the building. And standing at the front entrance of the building are two NIDA red security guards. Okay, so on the way there, um, I'll um, let Greg know um, that this apartment complex is kind of like a big money complex um, for this area. And him being on the top floor um, does mean that he has probably a good amount of money. Um, so, you know, she's kind of thinking... Big money, bigger bonus on the you know on the job they're about to do. All right. Okay. Especially if we can keep it discreet. I find that people with lots of money like this don't tend to like things to point towards them. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you guys all heading right about the same time? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got check for weaponry. Uh, they do not. Uh, you do notice that there are scanners in the door. They're kind of obvious scanners. Yeah. But if they go off or anything because of what you're carrying, nobody's saying anything. Okay. That's what I. That was what I needed to know because I am not walking to a Johnson unarmed. Mm-hmm. So you come to the lobby. It's a pretty nice, simple place. Uh, well, simple in the sense of the style. The carpet, the wall paintings, the hangings. They're all very simple, kind of minimalistic approach. But if any of you have any sort of street knowledge in terms of, you know, like fashion or such, you know that while this stuff probably is cheap as hell looking, it's expensive as hell to buy. Sounds about so, par for the course. Like uh, driftwood furniture. <laughs> yeah. Um, El- Except it's like driftwood furniture with a fancy artist's name attached to it. Right. Gotcha. El- does have her um her oh god what do we call them the friggin stun pistol the narco um, jet pistol yeah she has a narco jet on her at all times now okay do you still have the light pistol with the jet uh gel rounds that black gave you that's in her backpack which is in um race car okay race car so as you come into the lobby there's a desk clerk uh with two nanorad security guards standing not too far away uh, the right side of the lobby leads into a bar area. You hear some uh, simple geriatric people talking in there. So there's nothing fancy. Almost chamber music is playing through the speakers you hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a room to the left, uh, kind of a gallery meeting area. Where the lights are off in there. And what do you want to do? I'm waiting for the elevator. Waiting for everybody else to get there. As soon as I see Ellen Gray. And the new guy, I'm going to head with them towards the elevator. Yeah. Uh, all right. As you guys start heading towards the elevator, the night clerk kind of coughs as if trying to get your attention. El goes over. Can I help you, sir? Uh, you miss looking for someone in particular? Can I help you? Maybe. Is there More a problem? Level. Well, you do raid with several large weaponry, and 
while we may be expecting people, we certainly need to know a little bit more about you before you go up. We were here by invitation. I see, and you're here to see? Marlock. At which point the night clerk nods. Very well. She reaches down under, uh, under the desk and pulls out a small matlock key. This will allow you to use the elevator. He's taking the entire top floor, and he is expecting you. You need to use elevator number three. All right. So she takes the key and bounces over to the elevator. Okay. She unlocks it, and she's like, okay, guys. Okay, so the four of you gathered up in front of the elevator? Yep. Yes. All right, so uh, the elevator hums down and coming directly from the top floor. Uh, you watch a little metal, you know, thing actually kind of click down in an older style as opposed to being a digital readout. As the elevator comes down to the first floor, it is filled, filled with four very large, while well-dressed orcs staring you all in the face. The one in the front bellows out, Hey, chummer, you ain't needed here. Go on back to the barrens where you belong. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do Four you do? orcs? Mm-hmm. I very quietly step up to them, looking down at them and go, Barons, right? Oh, back where your mom lives. No, I'll go back there later tonight, and I walk by them. Mm, you're not able to walk by them, unless you want to try to force your way. Because they are completely blocking the elevator. Hey, I'm hey. going to take a step to move forward. Okay. Uh, you're going to try to push your way in? Uh, No. I'm going to step up closer to them, breaking that whole personal bubble thing, but I haven't reached for weaponry. How many elevators are there, Justin? Uh, there are six elevators, uh, but the backlight key you have is marked with a large three on it. Aren't we in okay. elevator three, I thought? Because that's yes. where L went. Okay. Mm-hmm. L's going to step back by Mr. Gray and kind of stand a little behind him a little bit because <laughs> she knows when uh, Black gets involved, it's never pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Black, if you would, please, just hold on a second. Why aren't we needed, sirs? You guys ain't nothing. You got your little namby-pamby rumors about what you guys have done. Please. We are going to take care of Mr. Morlock's work long before you ever could. Oh, so what's the name I can look up to see what your, um, you know, credentials are and everything? That's none of your business. He sneers at you. Well, apparently, if it's none of our business and you know us and we don't know you, you must not be very big shits at all. <laughs> nice. Black, black smirks of that one. <laughs> Gentlemen, we were invited here. Uh, so unless you want to see if those rumors are true, and I'm pretty sure Mr. Black would be very pleased to introduce you to his fists, please step aside. <laughs> so basically, you guys can try to intimidate the orcs? Yep. Yes. Okay, so uh, who wants to make me a charisma plus intimidation check? Who has the highest intimidation? <laughs> I have a level one intimidation. <laughs> Holy I, crap. It's uh, higher than mine. It's charisma, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> I have no intimidation. Oh, it's the L. L's gonna roll. Okay, <laughs> the 11 year old girl is going yes. to out okay. intimidate. All right. Well, okay, here's yep. the thing. I have the influence skill group. Is that not in it? Yes, it's yes, in it. it is. No, it isn't yeah, I have in con, there? etiquette, leadership, and negotiation here on the sheet. Yeah, I actually don't think intimidation is part of the uh, 
influence it's group. It's not. It's separate, unfortunately, because I had to buy it separate. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know what? No, no, you can just go ahead yeah. and make that roll. Uh, <laughs> because they even referenced your street cred, you can use your plus two street cred you Yay. have in this roll. Yeah, is it two more dice? Yep, that's two more dice. Cool. cool. Okay, six dice total. Oh, well, God. is going to intimidate the orcs. This is going to be so much fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three sixes. Damn. <laughs> yes. so she, she basically looks at them. She's like, I really don't care what hole you crawled out of. If I don't know your name and I would know your name, you're not worth anything. You're not even worth the gum on the bottom of my shoe. So move the hell out of the elevator, you trash. Damn. Okay. So at that point, <laughs> with three successes, I, <laughs> well, hold on. With three successes, the the twelve year old looking up, a sneer of just utter disgust and anger on her face. The big troll standing right behind her, arms crossed. The tall elf and eh, the human just kind of standing there. Just the orcs just kind of like goes fine, <laughs> and just kind of just slip past you as best they can and so you just walk past and one of them kind of more but she doesn't even have gum under her shoe <laughs> she she Justin, literally I'm... lifts up her shoe looks for the piece of gum finds it and throws it at the back of his head <laughs> just cause that whole intimidation factor's got him kept up I'll allow it <laughs> uh, Justin I'm taking pictures of them as they're walking around and leaving okay well done Al you're welcome she goes and gets in the elevator like nothing happened. Yep, I follow L. Yep. Ellen, as we get into the elevator, uh, he reaches behind under his hat and uh, into his hairline and pulls out a chip and just hands it to L. He's like, those are their pictures. I'm sure you'll want to find out who we're messing with. Yep, thank you. <laughs> nice. Okay, so all four of you head in? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Alrighty, so... Okay, do, 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 do. so, alright, uh, the orcs weren't that much of a problem, they were a bunch of jander and bluster types who folded pretty fast when people who know what, uh, you know, what they're up to kind of get in their face. But the person who meets you at the elevator is, uh, something else. He looks like a cross between a humpbacked dwarf and a dower. His skin color might best be described as death white. And if that weren't enough, his clothes are purple satin trimmed with white and black lace. Gentlemen and lady, I am J.P. Morlock. Please, come in. Elle's Thank you, Mr. Morlock. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Morlock. They're looking, at, they're looking <laughs> at the guy and whispers to Gray, I think it's a vampire. <gasps> I'm an albino troll. Yeah, but you're and we two, forget that. Yeah, but you sit in two chairs. This one doesn't. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, so the dwarf ambles into the apartment, and you guys start following him, right? Yep. Yes. Okay, so as you step in, the air reeks of jasmine and stale sweat. Your host mentions for you to sit, and pours out some wine and passes around a plate of what looks like real pate. He takes out a twisted uh, cigar and starts lighting it. May I offer you anything? Scotch some on the rocks, clean please. air. <laughs> he chuckles at your comment and then nods and starts uh, has someone pour you a drink. He kind of snaps his fingers. I represent parties looking to acquire some property. 
a literary, uh, a literary work by Iran the scribe is to be published by Sylvan Information in the near future. My employers do not wish this work to see the light of day, but they cannot afford to be implicated in any theft. Hmm. And that is where you come in, my friends. My contacts report that you may be the finest Shadowrunners in the sprawling city. The mission I offer has two objectives. The first is to penetrate the Sylvan offices here in the city and get Iran's manuscript. Being a bit archaic, Iran has written the manuscript by hand, so it will be easy to identify. Second, you must penetrate the Sylvan computer mainframe and leave behind a virus in the data store that contains electronic copies of the work. It is a very simple viral program, which I will supply. Once activated, it will wipe out the information as well as plant some red herrings for anyone who may investigate. Now, for a variety of reasons, their SAN access is very secure. I would most strongly recommend entering the system from within the building. Now, time is of the essence, so you'll only have one week to accomplish this run. All right. Well, thank you for the flattery for first off. For two, um, do you have plans um, of the building that we're supposed to go into? No, no. That is for you to acquire. Okay. Now, let's get straight to the numbers. Payment will be 5000 each upon acceptance, and an additional 5000 upon delivery. I will also pay you an additional 2000 onion each as compensation for leaving behind uh, any data not related to this run intact. Grubbing for extraneous data can jeopardize this operation, but you do seem to know how to accomplish your job with a minimum of reforce, and I respect that. Your payment will, of course, be rendered in full once the manuscript is delivered. Now, are there any questions? Nope. So you want us to go in and get this manuscript for you and then plan a virus um, and then bring you back any extra information? No, how no. Much, how much was the extra? You won't. I don't want you to take any extra information. I want it left behind intact and only his manuscript and the virus delivered should be the only changes done to this facility. I think that can be uh, done quite easily. Hmm? Yeah. All right. Very well. And what is the location of this facility? Well, the Sylvan Information's offices are located in Bellevue. Not too high uh, of an area, but a very well-to-do area. So you will have to, of course, look out for certain legal features. However, this won't be quite as exuberant as breaking into certain facilities I'm sure you have in the past. Okay. Good to know. Sorry. The ogres we met on the way up, did you hire them for the same job? No, of course not. Because they seemed very interested in um, in you giving them the job. (laughs) No, no. Consider them a form of welcoming party. Ah. 
good to know. Now, are you interested? Yes. He says he takes another puff on his cigar. All four of you? Yeah. Can't speak for. Very well. A human here. Very well. Then uh, I have four credit sticks already aligned, waiting for your payment. And contact me through your fixer, and we will arrange for drop off once you have acquired the manuscript. Not a problem. Now, in the meanwhile, the apartment is yours to enjoy for the remainder of the evening. There is lovely pate, and there is lovely wine and spirits for us to enjoy. So, with that, he kind of retires from talking to you guys for the most part, and seems to focus on some telecom calls um, while pretty much downing and drinking as much as he wants. Yeah, um... Black would drink the one scotch on the rocks and, you know, politely try the pate. And then after that, um, he's just going to look at everybody else. He's like, you guys can meet me at uh, Route 88 in the in the VIP room for whenever we want to uh, talk about this. Uh, it's uh, closer to uh, the job. And he gets up and starts heading out the door. I All right. Just, I looks to Gray and goes, "I'm don't. I'm not really thirsty or hungry." Well, here's my number, guys. All right. Cool. Uh, so now the near the door, uh, you didn't even see anybody place it there. Uh, there is now a small tray of four pen-sized objects and one optical chip. I'm ignoring the optical chip, but I am going to take uh, one of the objects, pin-sized objects. Okay. It's a nice certified credit stick. Yep. And I'm going to do a credit stick transfer and empty that one out. And leave. Head down the, eleva- head down the elevator. I will also take uh, one of the credit sticks. Okay. I guess L will take the yeah. data chip. Yeah. Makes sense. Cool. L takes a, the the chip and the um, cred stick. Alright. So you guys all kind of head out for now, and do you guys gather at the suggested club that uh, Mr. Black suggested? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Alright. So you quickly leave the current employer's estate and head over, not too far over to the, near the Redman Bellevue border, to the Route 88 Club. It's a uh, even this late at night, you still have a nice set of musicians playing on stage. Uh, the club itself has rather emptied out, though. Uh, just a few diehards are still in the audience. So as you come in, pretty much, uh, Mr. Black leads you right into the VIP area. It seems like he has a key to it. And uh, once we get in there, um, I'm gonna. Go, I'm assuming that there's like a little mini bar there. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a bartender on duty, or is it empty this late at night? Uh, it's actually an automated bartender. Automated bartender. I'm gonna go and um, just order. Um, just. A, a, I'm not gonna say an ice water because that is the most expensive thing on the menu. Um, I'm going to order coffee 
Okay. And uh, wait for... Is everybody here? Just about. Just about? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Yep. Um, at that point, he's going to sit down and be like, all right, guys. Um, we're looking for the Sylvan office um, in Bellevue. That's actually just southeast of us. Like, maybe... 15, 20 minutes with good traffic. At this time of night, it's probably like almost instantly right there. Is it, yeah. Is it out of downtown area? Yeah. Just barely. Elle looks at you guys. She's like, I don't know anything outside of the downtown area, so you guys have to help out on this because I had everything for downtown. I don't know anything for up here. Yeah, well, this is my stomping grounds up here. Okay, Justin. Got a question for you. With this company, do I happen to know who is running security for them? I actually have knowledge security companies. Give it a roll. Well, I will do the (laughs) same thing. Ah. Hey, two. Two successes? Two. Uh, And let me wait for Jess to give me her successes while she's doing it, too. So that way, if you guys both have two, I can say it once. No successes. Okay. Well, Jess has never heard of them. Whereas, uh, so Shadowshot knows that most of the companies in the Bellevue area, uh, they are smaller companies. And usually if they hire on any security guards, uh, it'll be somebody discreet. Uh, You don't know Sylvan directly with that many successes, but you do know that most of the guards in the area, especially for... um, a company like Sylvan would probably have guards during the day, and unless they had something big going on, uh, probably lighter security at night. Okay. Can I look up on the world on the on the web about Sylvan just to get sure. knowledge? Yeah, go ahead and run a browse check. I pass along what I have mm-hmm. mm-hmm. assume from the area. All right. Sounds pretty good. So it would obviously behoove us to go in at night. Well, at least in theory. At least in theory. I wonder if this is going to involve us hijacking another truck. Four successes. Okay, four successes. So, hold on, I actually have to get through the rear part of the book for that one. So, things you look up for, Sylvan. Um... Sylvan is a multimedia, hypermedia production company. Uh, a lot of trid video, a lot of Simpsons, uh, but even some more classic type of pu- publications like uh, physical books they still do, ebooks, uh, audiobooks, that type of thing. Uh, you actually find some news posts where a few years ago they actually got a contract of Aran the Scribe, uh, which you get a little extra information on him from it. Apparently... Dude's a kind of uh, multi-publisher prize winning author. Um, and that apparently Sylvan has won his... Well, not won, but kind of agreed to contract-wise to publish his books. Okay, and I want to look him up, personally. I want to know what he looks like and all that. Okay. Um, Justin, I have literature knowledge. Do I know mm-hmm. who this guy is? Oh, yeah, right away. Okay. You don't even need to roll for that. 
Uh, you can roll more for more information, but yeah, you know right away who Aran Scribus. Three successes three. on looking him up. Four. Okay, cool. Ooh. So. <laughs> I don't like the extra information. Okay, right. so what you kind of learn from uh, Aran the Scribe. Uh, actually, you find an excerpt from a Who's Who in the UCIS 2050 edition, and it reads... Aran the Scribe rose to national prominence within the last 15 years, first as a contributor to the opinion section of major metropolitan news faxes and then as a published author and commenter. His first nonfiction work dealt with the sudden rise of the metahuman underclass and the social changes that accompanied it. Though not a bestseller, it garnered him much critical acclaim and praise. Now, regarded as a social theorist, Aran is best known for his full-length works The New Magic, Life After 2001, Mankind Ascendant, a Pulitzer Prize winner, and Medellin's Future Spiral. Among his best-known essays and articles are Debunking the Neo-Anarchist Myth, Why Humanity Needs Leadership, Towards a Stable Society, Latinus, the Inadequacies of Zoological Terminology in the Awakened World. Little is known of his history, though he has made comments concerning his youth in the Chicago's Shattergraves region. There are no records of formal education, nor has he claimed any. Aran's only current connection to politics is his backing of the Young Elven Technologist po uh, Political Club. His current maintained residence in Seattle, Portland, and New York. So, beyond is that... Is there a picture of him? Uh, so, if you give me a second, I will get that for you. Well, not a picture of that, but I will read the description. Uh, Aran appears to be in his 30s, looking slightly older than most elves... Uh, he stands just over two meters tall, has a strong square face and piercing green eyes, and he is dressed in every picture you find of him in, like, the finest of fashion from Spain, Tokyo, and every, like, kind of fashion nest in the world there is. So he's Elvin. Yeah, and he's yes. a pussy bitch. <laughs> so... Uh, some information. Now, if you want to look up any contacts, they might be able to give you more information on him. Um, yes. At that point, once I know a little bit more about what's going on, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to call... I'm going to call Mr. J, my handler, mm -hmm. and see what he can bring me up on this new handwritten book that I ran the scribes made that will be in the Sylvan office. He knows to be discreet and all sure, that. Go is. ahead and roll your charisma plus connection rating on that guy. See what he can get you. Okay, doke, smoker. Um, I five successes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, so Mr. J talking to you says, God, that elf scares me. Have you ever seen him angry? I mean, really angry? I think that man understands power. I, I mean, I've had the mages look at his aura, and they tell me he's a mundane, but I've known people who've seen him do magic and things like that. Uh, dude's a backer of the young elven technologist, but I don't think he's just a backer. I think he actually runs the show. He's also tied up in politics in the tier, and it makes some interesting cross-connections. If you yeah. do something that involves him, I'd play it safe. I'd play it really safe if I were you. 
Gotcha. What can you pull up on his uh, his latest work that uh, Sylvan has? Nah, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Do, uh, from what I understand, dude writes everything by hand. So unless you got a physical copy of it, you probably won't be able to see what it says. All right. Maybe you should have right. uh, one of your corporate contacts. They might be able to give you more information on the company. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> and uh, at that point, I'm going to hang up on him. And I. That's very rude just to hang up on your contact. Why not hang up That's, on him? I know. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> um, at that point, I'm going to call Eve back. Okay. So how'd it go down? Uh, we got the job. Uh, what can you tell me about Sylvan? Sylvan, Sylvan. Out of Bellevue? Uh, I've heard the name. I don't have the exact details. Uh, give me a few hours. Let me go uh, rustle some people up. All right, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin. Yeah. This, um... Elven Tech. Um, I want to look it up, see what it's about. Sure. She's because of her recent going on. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four successes, two of them sixes. Yay. Nice. Okay, so uh, you yourself even know about it because you've lived in Seattle long enough. Uh, the the YET are basically a political group focused on pushing metahuman issues. Uh, so t- 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 so their headquarters is in Seattle. They're kind of focused on improving UCAS relations with metahumans, uh, especially things having to do with the terror. Uh, so let's see, how many successes did you have? Four. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, so you kind of find a few people talking about them in a few chat rooms and things like that. Um, mostly talking about some of the work, uh, work they've done with, like, university in the areas, recruiting deckers, things like that. Uh, let's see, uh, I'm kind of rewording some of this stuff that they expect you to be talking to someone, not just looking on the web. Uh, so let's see, uh, the club does some headhunting. Then funnels uh, the Chummers to some multimedia production and development place out in the Barrens. Uh, oh, yeah. They do it for Sylvan. So they're connected. Seems that way. Okay, L passes that information along. Um, Justin, so yes. my new favorite people, and I'm sure you know who that is, um, she's going to excuse herself from the group and go um, walk to not the girl bathroom but a, a private area mm-hmm. and make a phone call to her new friends okay see if they'll pick up okay uh, go ahead and roll their uh, contacts right and just see if you can get a hold of them real fast do uh, for them? I don't think we did did not do a contact mm, yeah, let's see you bought access to them last session so uh, let's go ahead and say the ones you know have a connection rating of three. Okay. Oh, that group can have much higher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody else want to look up any contacts while she's making her call? Yeah. Um, Dan, did you pass on that information about, uh, the dude? Uh, yeah, he would have actually had it on speakerphone. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to, uh... Talk to my. Let's see. 
Which one is it? <clears throat> I will call up my tribe shaman. I want okay. to see uh, what he knows about him because apparently there's some mystical, weird power stuff happening with him. With Sylvan. Okay, go ahead and roll a. Um, excuse me, a connection plus <clears throat> charisma. All right, so connection, and then charisma, and then count all of the dice, every single one. Ah, uh, freaking elves and all your di- uh, charisma. Now. It's what we. Bar. It's what we do. Stop being a hater. All right, I got four successes. Okay. Uh, basically, the your context is he doesn't personally know. He's seen Iran on the news, and he's reads his column every now and then. Um, but he's never heard anything about anything mystical with him. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to check, make sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Hey, when are you coming out to another uh, meet? Well, when are you going to have your lady cook those cookies again? (laughs) I'll get her to it. All right. Well, let me know. I'll see Mm. if I can make it. All right. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Jess, how'd you do? Uh, I'm sorry. I forgot to hold it. I was looking at something. Focused. Sorry, I'm focusing now. Nice. Three sixes. Three sixes. Awesome. So, yeah, they answer. Hey, how's it going? Um, going okay. Um, I have a question for you. Sure, sure. What can we do for our newest friend? Um, well, I kind of was looking up some things and everything. Um, this, uh, the Sylvan place. Um, do you guys know anything about it up here in Bellevue? Sylvan, Sylvan, Sylvan. Guys, you know anything about Sylvan? Sylvan what? Yeah, Sylvan what? Interest. Um, it's a it's a media company. S- Sylvan. Sylvan right. Information. Guys, you guys know anything about them? Uh, isn't that that scary place that like has all those sounds at night? What? Oh God, yeah, I hate driving near that place. What? Yeah, it's some like uh some three story building, pretty as hell park. Um, not too far from the highway, but. Spooky ass noises at night. Huh. Yeah. Justin, what was the name of the writer that thereafter I, I it blanked out uh, the time? <laughs> Around the scribe. Um do you know anything about Around the Scribe? That that writer guy on the TV? Yeah. Uh, well don't tell the guys, but I, I got his audiobook. One oh, that's of them. Cool. That's cool. Uh he got some cool stuff. So to tell you, man, he's quite a dreamer. Is Freaking, he? Yeah, she keeps talking about worlds of like people getting along and shit. Eh, that shit ain't ha- gonna happen. I was just checking because uh, you know just ran across my interest doing some web searching. Ah, uh, you got a job. I am not saying a word. <laughs> Best of luck, girly. Thanks, appreciate it. Bye. Mm-hmm. So uh... El-, El comes back and El's like. I got nothing on my end except for, you know, they're telling me that there's scary sounds that come from that place at night. That they don't like to drive by it. So, um... Why so wait, we you try- have a physical address? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
we should go by there. Yeah, we we should. Gray, you feel uh, you feel up for ascending the place as we drive by? I suppose I can do that. If you can't, I can. Kind of blanks and looks over at Shadow Step. So, uh, yeah, since we never really got around to a meet and greet, hi, I'm Mr. Black. Who are you again? Shadow Shot. Nice to meet you, Shadow Shot. What do you do? Um, well, that all depends. I'm really good at getting into places. With a minimal of noise and fuss. Good to know. So, obviously, you know some magic. Can you do things sort like... Of. He- sort of. Can you heal? Uh, no. Okay. I can't affect any of you guys. Oh. Well, it's useful. Good to know. Just thought that uh, we we would do the meet and greet. And let's see. He goes around there and points at Elle. She's like, obviously she's our hacker. Yeah. Points to Gray. He's a mage. I'm the shooter. Hmm. Shooter. Okay. Well, it's what I do. I pull triggers, people's heads explode. I'm a little more up close and personal. That's, you know what? That's completely okay. There's not a damn thing wrong with that. So, this being all said, um, get in the car and let's go drive. Yeah, but whose car are we taking? Um, I can put us in mine. Yeah, the Elite has enough space. Yeah, it's like a really nice. Well, it would have been nice I, if it was newer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a four door sedan basically. Yeah, well, let me put it this way: the Toyota Elite, if it was new, uh, runs one hundred and twenty five grand. Uh, the one you have uh, has seen better years. Probably more like sixty five grand. Yeah. <laughs> Make me happy. Uh, uh, maybe you could do a paint job and <laughs> refurbishing. It's it's really not in that good of condition. I mean, wow. it's like the it roof runs, fabric is hanging moves. down and it waves in the wind. Oh, no, 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 no. That that's been stapled oh. with nice. with a stapler. So um, yeah, Elle's a little afraid to get in the car. <laughs> Just, no, no, just, the car looks like it it, it runs. It, it doesn't look like it's in too bad of shape. It's just... Until you get in it and realize yeah. that it's a luxury sedan built for a troll. Well, until you realize it's a luxury sedan that's hasn't really been upkept. So, you know, that type of thing. So, okay. But yeah, the four of you can fit into it, no problem. Um, so you're just kind of doing a drive-by? Uh, slow drive-by, yeah. Okie dokie. Um, Elle's taking note of, um, security stop stations or any security cameras that are at stoplights, things like that. She's basically drawing a map as they go, um, Mm -hmm. so she knows where she can hack into. Sure thing. One second, just kind of handling some, emailing some people some things. There we go. Okay, so... Yeah, as the uh, as the research you've kind of pulled together says, 
the building itself is not too far from the highway. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't pull directly up to it per se, but close enough to where you can actually see it from the highway. Yeah, it's a nice little squat building, uh, kind of cross shaped almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first floor is the only one that spreads out in a kind of a big plus sign. Well, the front half of it's kind of like stuttered, but the rest of it's like a big plus. And then it kind of has like a two stories that go up from the center. Uh, the building itself isn't really lit up that well at night. There's a few lights here and there, but they look kind of more like kind of the stuff maintenance crews might use rather than somebody actually working at night. Yeah. Especially it being about 3 a.m. now. Um, the grounds around the place from what you could see from the lights here and there are these beautiful manicured lawns. Like, like this is like, like the type of thing you'd expect from, you know, well, maybe if Murdoch had like a lawn or something, this is what he would be able to afford to, to have. So it screams money. Uh, there's a road that enters kind of a fence that borders the entire building. Uh, the road drives up as a nice curve in front of the building, uh, but bra- branches off as it curves back to what looks like a loading dock on the back side of the building. Uh-huh. Uh, now I need everybody to make a perception check for me. Uh, anybody who is actually perceiving, uh, let me know if you're doing that or not. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll Perception at Division. Three. Two. Holy crap. Um, three successes. Two. Okay, so um, how many did you get, Andrew? Two. And you got two as well, as, uh, Derek? Three. Three, okay. So three, two. three, two, and two. Okay. All right, so the Mundanes... Um, you got two and three. Uh, yeah, you see pretty much what I described. It's a well-manicured ground. You don't see anybody running around at all. Uh, you would actually expect to see guards or something out, at least near the entrance or something. You don't see anybody. Um, the actually perceiving people, you see a very, very vibrantly glowing kind of park this is the screams life uh and if there was anybody in there you probably wouldn't be able to make them out just because of the aura of the plant life blocking it except with mr three successes you briefly see something running through the woods you don't get a very good view of it but it's kind of hunched over it looks like it's moving on four legs and you can't really tell too well from this distance, but you think you see spines along its back. Nice. Now, everybody who got three successes? Yeah. Uh, what's your willpowers? Oh, that guy. Um, two. Two. Okay. Maybe I should have spent some karma on that. Might have, might have been an idea. Uh, Zen. Four. Four? Okay. I'm just going to do one roll. Ooh. Dang. That's five successes. Oh, nice. Dan, are you driving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> no, he's crashing. That's right. <laughs> I'm not driving. Yeah. I'm so. What, what, what's that saying? I want to go peacefully in my sleep like Grandpa, not screaming like the passengers in his car. Okay, so everybody got two successes. In the distance, in your he- hearing. Well, actually, Dan, do you have anything that kind of lower? Well, no, it's not really too far away for that to count. So, well, uh, if you were close, that would let actually. Me, count. Let me tell you my my cyberware because I was looking, looking. Uh-huh. So, like, I would use my thermographic, my low light vision, my vision mag, my fifty times vision mag. Yeah, this is this more relates to your hearing. Hearing amplification, expanded frequencies. Oh, good. So you hear things louder. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's I have good. a dampener. <laughs> oh, I have Justin. a built-in dampener if that helps. I forgot about this, Justin. Yeah. I it? actually have the Hawkeye quality. Ooh. Would that have helped? Yes, that would have helped with your vision. Yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah, I think what's about to happen is going to confirm what, <laughs> what this thing is anyway, so I don't think it's totally going to matter too much. Um, so, the people who got two successes, you hear this distant kind of kind of warbling sound, like like like, like a thousand things howling at once, but, but it just sounds really creepy. It kind of makes your skin crawl. Uh, those of you who actually are a little bit better at perceiving, though, uh, heard it really clearly. Great. And hear this terrifying, piercing scream, sounding like a woman screaming, mixed with the sound of wolves, and you were just paralyzed of fear. So, uh, Andrew, Jess, I need you guys to make a perception check. And this is important, because you need to see if you you notice that the driver is um, (laughs) not turning. As you're coming Why up the on the turn. Why the fuck do I get in the car with Black? God! Yeah, I got two successes. Oh god, please roll high. Please, I'd like a couple successes on this. Oh, well, wait, actually, I should check. Uh, Dan, what's your reaction? See, that's an important question. No, I just need to know this. What's your number? <laughs> Five. Five? Okay, yeah, it didn't matter then. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I, I love, I love one that. Success. That, that made made my day. Just you got one success, you. just. Yeah, but when I heard like the creepy noises and stuff, she scooted closer to Gray. Okay, and Gray, how many did you get? Two successes. One okay, so uh, L doesn't notice. However, sorry, you <gasps> notice that the car is has now drifted into the right lane from the middle lane. And is drifting towards the... Justin, what's happening? What happened to him? So, you're paralyzed right now because of the... Fear? Yeah, essentially. You're just... Mac takes utter... over. No. No? No. Because this Mac even flip. frightens Mac. Oh. Oh. Wait a minute. The real homicidal maniac? It scares him. Yes. Okay. That's what I needed to know. Um, I may have been... So... Anyway, yeah, you you might have at this point, um, which is really going to hurt your lease. Uh, that said, yeah, Nobody. Mr. Gray, you're noticing that the car has moved into the right lane and is now drifting into the shoulder and really close towards the guardrail that's on the side of the interstate you're on. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, try not to be so excited. Uh, fastest cast in the entire world. Control actions. Okay. 
Ah, uh, but that, would that affect paralyzation? Well, technically, yes, I think it would. Because it's yeah. his mind that's paralyzed, not yours. It's true. Alright. Control actions. Let's see. Line of sight. Forced divided by two. Alright. Target can resist every force turns. Alright. So I'll go ahead and cast this sucker at force five. Okay. Uh, because why not? <sighs> so that's charisma plus magic. Which is charisma? Magic? No. Yeah. No. Magic plus the magic skill. All right. I had some pluses from something else. Sorry, guys. I didn't know I was going to have to save us from a fiery wreckage. From a runaway car? Yeah. You should know any time that black drives, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. it seems like it. Yep. Uh, and... Control actions is manipulation, right? Yes. So Sorry. do I have to use a sustaining focus when I cast it, or... What? No, if you just want to keep it running. Okay. There we go. <clears throat> so, one, two, three, four successes on the control actions on Mr. Black. Yep. And then one, two. You had four successes, you said. Yep. All right, that overruns his willpower. Uh, Dan, what is uh Max willpower? Um, one. <laughs> four. Say one. Four. Okay, so that's still enough. So weirdly enough, Andrew, when you cast it on him. Uh, normally you're used to just dealing with kind of one entity in somebody's head. Uh, it feels like there's two entities trying to fight you for control of the body. Uh. But you overpower both of them. Okay. So, yeah. You now have control of his body uh, while he's driving and getting really, really close to that uh, guardrail. Yeah, we're... Uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, have him stop or like coast and then stop okay the car all right stop himself because that'd be weird that would be kind of weird <laughs> um okay so yeah you kind of bring the car to a stop uh and it's really weird because both people in the front seat are just kind of just just breathing heavily just kind of staring ahead Who else is in the front seat with me? That would be me. <laughs> We're just kind of yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh. Okay. So uh, you guys kind of all breathe for a minute. And after about four minutes or so, uh, the two of you can start kind of moving and you kind of regain yourself slightly. So there were spooky sounds coming from there. Um, 
But, Black, why did we go speeding off and almost hit the rail? Because, obviously, you know, she doesn't know. Yeah. Can I, can because I Because of the thing that's moving around in there. Uh, I didn't see anything. What did it look like? <sighs> so does Black, anybody have any like sort of parazoology or anything like that? Black's rubbing uh, his arms together, just like, oh, what was that? I only I have the know. animal husbandry skilled group. Um, yeah, it, it only deals I, I, with. I, I, I don't even want to know why you have that skilled group. I don't. Because I grew up in the African wilds. He's training a hawk, <laughs> so right. That's, but he's not breeding a hawk. I know, but they call that skill group. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it's like that's kind of only part of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's only part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'll let you roll that as a knowledge skill um, with a negative modifier, uh, kind of a minus two because it's an action skill and not really a knowledge skill, but it might give you at least some knowledge of what you might be dealing with. Ah, 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 Justin. Yes. Security design. Yes. Ah. That as well. Uh, what's the modifier? Negative modifier? Minor, minus two. Oh, God. Four. Seattle Black Market would have successes? anything to do with Four that. Four successes on security design. Nice. What was that? Only two successes. Okay, so... I'm actually going to give you guys about equal in terms of what this is. So what you both kind of come to realization of, holy shit. I mean, there's rumors that some corporations were trying to do it. But those people have guard Vargas. What? They're, they're, they're a type of, like, they look like a, a large mastiff. But they're like these just really just bizarre kind of wolf creatures almost. Um with these kind of spines coming out of their back. And it's said that they have the most terrifying, like just this howl that just can freeze a man's bones. Well, apparently it can. <laughs> and apparently they've got some. Oh dear. Now what's even more interesting though, what's really crazy about these things, is not only do they have like this piercing howl, but rumor is, is they don't even need to see. They just kind of see the areas. Like, like you think you remember at one point, Andrew, somebody talking about that their sight is actually more akin to sonar than eyesight. Oh. And what's worse, what's really worse, is that these are awakened critters, and they are dual-natured. Oh, mother ever. What does that mean? <laughs> that means it can see and interact with the astral. Yep. As well as the physical. Yep. That's great. I just want you to understand how much my bullets don't care. Um, yeah. Uh, the problem is, remember what just happened to you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Now that I know what to listen for, I know what not to listen for. <laughs> I know anybody... how this works. Wait, wait. Um, I've never played with things like that before. How do we get around them or get past them? Hot dogs. What? Hot dogs. Hot dogs? Yeah. You know, soy dogs. Wait, you actually, like, feed them and they'll, like, go away? Well, if you put them somewhere where you want to go, 
you put them as far away from there as possible so they go where the hot dogs are. That really works? Well, yeah, especially if you put a whole bunch of tranquilizers in them. <laughs> whole ton of tranquilizers. I like this guy. Um, what about what about grenades? Can we put high explosives in them? No. We're not here to kill everything, remember? In and uh, out, no noise. Alright, tranquilizers it is then. I got a I got a guy that I can call old buddy back from the, the military. Hey, does the narco jet work on them? Yeah. <laughs> does the narco does the narco jet work? You do silly pulse? <laughs> do do they breathe? I don't know. You said they're kind of mystical. I, I'm asking. Yes, they would work. Okay. In theory. And this is all conjecture. None of us have ever run into anything like this, have you? Not in my experience. Well, this certainly makes this a little more interesting. <sighs> ask for more than 5,000. Let me go back. Thought you were getting ten thousand anyway. Yeah, we were getting ten thousand. Five yeah. first, five later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys have had an interesting encounter. I assume at this point you're probably driving back and yeah. changing your shorts. Yeah, I'm definitely dropping them back off in the VIP room and then going upstairs changing making sure I didn't do anything to myself. Just in case. <laughs> Classy. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, is anybody in my house whenever I go upstairs? No, at this point, uh, it's empty. Yeah, it's a weekday. Oh, God. <laughs> so, while the troll is up checking his shorts, uh, <laughs> Elle looks to Gray and goes, Oh, by the way, I need to give this to you. And she hands him um, like a little business card has a an address on it. Um and all it says is L's place. And that's not where you picked her up from. You picked her up probably a couple blocks south of that, away from that territory. But she just okay. gives it to you and she winks. Out of character, correct me if I'm wrong, but she's a child, right? Yeah. Right, but that's not the whole intent. The whole intent is... I know, I know. I'm just, yeah. just making sure. Yeah, that's no, right. just 12. So it's no, one of like, those really stupid winks. Like yes, like a child so pretending to be an adult. She's yes. like, mouth open, like, aha! Yeah, winks. basically. Okay, oh all right. No, she, no, she's like, come stay with me for the night. No. Oh my god. <laughs> she likes Gray, but not that much. She's not uh, really interested, uh, guys. And not at that age. Do we hear do we hear did Barry White just magically start playing? Barry no. Whiteicus? Magic no. Delighticus? No. Oh. Don't forget the clitoris. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. You just it rhymes. <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> And once again, we earn the explicit rating on this podcast. Because all for the end. Wait, no, oh. that's some bullshit. If clitoris earns yeah. explicit rating, <laughs> there's some fucking bullshit that I could be saying right now. How many times can he say it before we get kicked off iTunes? You Ew. can't. I know. You can't say it enough. Unless you did a whole episode of just saying that over and over again. 
Then they might get upset. Don't tempt Dan, please. You can. Uh, wow. Have to his own. Do I need to like buy a beep, a beep sound to use for the uh, <laughs> editing now? Yes, Maybe. Yes, but you need to just let me have it. No, it needs <laughs> sounds like R two D two. It really does. <laughs> I hurt so much. Thank you, Elle. Wow. She's kind of nuts. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, so. Uh, you guys kind of done for the night in terms of doing research stuff, or do you want to try to do anything else? It's now running around like 4 in the morning. Oh, uh, no, bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> After that, bedtime. No, bedtime. <laughs> gotta go to sleep. I gotta go work my time. I have to reset. Can't no, think of I'm going to go tranquilize myself so I don't dream. I'm a troll with, with, with girl panties. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you don't talk about my fucking Spider-Man undies, okay? Spider-Man undies. Uh, just remember, pants time comes after naps time. Oh, my God. Anyway. I don't like anything that's happening right now. <laughs> just saying. Alright, so... For the okay. record. Wow, okay. Yeah, uh... No. <sighs> L, do you think you can get schematics of this facility? Possibly. Online, somewhere? Uh, okay. Uh, you, human, whatever your name is, uh, you seem... What was that? Shadow shot. Shot Shadow, yes. Um, if you can see if you can find the, uh, I guess, defenses or whatever it is that they were working with, uh, in addition to this Bargast that's happening, you seem to know a lot about that. Uh, Mr. Black? Yeah. And by hot dogs, with tranquilizer stuff in them. Clean your guns. Um, oh, I will be. Uh, oh, this means I'm gonna have to buy new guns. Oh no! I I suggest that we. Uh, I'm gonna have to get another, some suppressors. I suggest that we do another drive uh, by in the morning to see if the Bargast is still there during the day. Uh, because didn't your contacts L say that uh, there were strange sounds at night? Yes, they did. So let's do that. Uh, let's reconvene here at the bar, uh, 6.30 in the morning. Two and a half hours from now? Sure, why not? You have a problem with sleeping that short? No, actually, I was being completely honest. Alright. Does anyone have any questions or any other concerns? No, you can just drop me off at the coffee house. Um, because I got work to do. I'm not sleeping tonight. Alright. Human, Mr. Black. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Lank. What? Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, lanky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he'll, he'll, he'll ignore that <laughs> because he he just called you human. <laughs> exactly. It's appropriate. I mean, after all, Mr. Gray is like you know eight or nine foot tall elf. With a strength of two and a body rating of what? Two? Three? 
I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one. That's right. The, no. the, four, the, four, foot, the four foot three um, hacker walking by him. Twelve year old. The twelve year old has three strengths. Apparently. The twelve year old girl <laughs> has yeah. a higher strength than the guy. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's why. I, that's why I have control actions. <laughs> Play smarter, Upward. not harder. Anyway, right. <laughs> so I don't need strength when I could just have yours. Yeah, that's actually Pretty a good much. point. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Sure. All right. So, all right. So, who's doing what now? Gray dropping L off at yep. a coffee house yep. with cool. Wi-Fi, so she can do some stuff. How? How close is another building to Sylvan? Uh, there's a number in the area. A number of um office buildings that range between four to five stories tall. Um, what are you looking for? Something to have public access? Uh, something that I can get on. I want to uh, get up on top and start watching to figure out if there's, like, if they just cut the dogs loose or mm-hmm. if they actually, like, somebody takes them out and they're running. Okay. So, all right, I'll take care of your stuff first, then. Um, you do find a building nearby. Uh, it overlooks, like, the entirety of the building, like... Uh, you can even see the lake on the back side of the building with the three artificial islands that are back there. Um, but the door to the building, uh, there is kind of a night watchman there. Uh, roll me a perception check. Da, 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 da. Perception. <laughs> One, two, three. Okay, so while he is dressed in a uniform... It's kind of shoddy and not well kept, and he actually looks like he's not even really looking at anybody kind of passing at all. Who is it? What what security company? Uh, you can't tell because where there should be a badge is just a flopping thing laying off the side. Nice. Crappy security. Now, that door is, uh, you can tell from, like, it's actually even slightly cracked open. Oh, good. And you said that was on the front? Yeah, he's just standing there in the front of the building. Well, not standing there, but kind of sitting there behind the front desk. Okay. Okay, and you said there's a lake in the back? Uh, the lake's in the back of the, uh, the other building. The uh, Sylvan building. Right. I'm just trying to kind of get an idea of mm-hmm. the layout of the place so that uh, we can strategize appropriately. Is the entire facility fenced? Yes. Or is it all just open? Okay. Well, that's important. And you said there was a road that came in? Mm-hmm. Goes around. Does it go around to like the back? Yes, it kind of curves. There's like a, like a U that meets back. Well, kind of O that meets back up at the gate, but there's like a little side one that goes behind the building. Okay. No, I know what you're talking about. And then that just goes. Mm-hmm. 
down. Now, the so. guard I'm talking about isn't in Sylvan. He's in the building across the street. Okay. Like the one that kind of overlooks the whole place if you want to get to the top of the building. Okay. Um, how tall is the building? Uh, Sylvan or the other one? The other one. The other one's about six stories tall. Six stories. Ah, wall running. I don't have the book open. I need to open up wall running. Street magic, right? Yeah. Let me grab that one out. Alright. So um, he's still still doing his thing. That's cool. But while we're looking something up, what do you uh, need to do? Um, I need to call. Um, uh, my black market arms dealer contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to think of a name for him. Um, yeah. But he's a connection six loyalty three. Uh, Seattle or arms dealer. Nice. Yeah. Well, where do you think I get all my good stuff from? True. But uh, I'm calling him because I need to get a suppressor for <laughs> I'm going to start off the conversation with asking for a suppressor for my Ruger Super Warhawks <laughs> yeah that's exactly what he does <laughs> you seriously like, what are you calling me for I mean I can get you a potato if you need it but yeah, I'm just, they're kind I'm of a white <laughs> you know why don't I, you just why don't I've you been, duct tape a two liter full of cotton to it I, I've been using a two liter full of steel wool Okay. And, uh, no, um, I need a, uh, suppressor for, uh, an Ingram smart gun, and I need as much narco-jet that, actually, how much narco-jet can I get for round 5k? So, let me see here. 5k, and let me make some numbers. So what's his connection rating? Six? Yep. Okay, and you say he's a black market arms dealer? Do you have a black market kind of a quality thing, or not? Uh, no, I do not have any qualities relating to that. Okay. I just took him as a arms dealer contact. Alright. I'm just going to roll some dice with some mental thing I'm making up for myself in the head. Yay! So three successes... Uh, he can get you three boxes for that. For five uh, Yeah, and... How much is three boxes worth, Justin? Let's see here. That would be, the term is effectively a metric ass load. <laughs> Which uh, is a little... Five... Go ahead. <laughs> give, give me five a gallon. is basically uh, 250 rounds... Uh, preloaded <laughs> shotgun ammo. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's preloaded with the narcojet already in there. Um, can I get two boxes and then the other box worth? Um, just in like gallon jugs. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, if you only want two boxes, the buyer will sell you two for three k. Uh, but he'll sell you all five for five k. He wants to offload the whole thing. 
Oh, then I'll I'll buy the whole thing off of them for five k. I just need a like a jug or two of uh, of Narcojet too. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll see if he wants to give you that. So he gives you a location. He's going to drop it off for yet. Okay, so I bought five boxes at two hundred and fifty rounds a piece. Yes. <laughs> That's a thousand twelve hundred fifty rounds. Of narcojet darts. Yeah. The term excessive mean anything? <laughs> you don't just, understand. Just keep in mind, keep in mind though. <laughs> I uh, buy rounds a thousand at a time. Just keep in mind. That's a lot of ammo for a very cheap price compared to how much it normally should be. Yeah. yeah. Just keep that in mind. It's probably so. not all narcojet. And it's probably not all legit. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. He's probably selling you hot stuff. Of course he's selling him hot stuff. He's what? a black market dealer. Really? really? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just, no. Oh, just no. Hot. The mass no. murderers buying stolen goods. I'm going to jail, guys. I mean, <laughs> hot, as in, hot as in someone's really close on his tail, and he just needs to get rid of it really quickly, mm-hmm. which means that it's probably going to come back to you. Just saying. Yeah, well, you know, shit happens, and then I shoot people. Um, I take them to the chop shop. I mean, come on now. I'm just saying, blood is a phone call away. And you still owe them, so... Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm going to do. I don't even oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's great. I'm going to make that note. I don't even want to know what you're written down. I don't, don't want to know it. It's not my fault. <laughs> this liar <laughs> no no kind of is your fault hey justin um can i uh make arrangements with blood to once i get these to to drop off two boxes to blood okay he always needs narco jet but that's not going to make you even i know that doesn't make us even but I, I tell mean, him, he'll, I he'll like, take it. He's but... just trying to work some of his debt off. Yeah. I'm trying to work myself out of debt and into his good graces. By the way, Mr. Black, why did you call me the other week? <laughs> did I call you? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. No, 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 no. This is what he said. Did I call you? You did, about three weeks ago. Your associate, Mr. Gray, uh, well, there was a thumping noise, and your associate, Mr. Gray, said you'd call me back. <laughs> Oh, that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, ex- that explains. I'm sorry um, about that. There was a lot going on that night, and um, you probably heard the rumors. There was this big, huge I did. bio thing. Uh, yeah, I was really, really occupied. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, at That's... the time, I had um, had a couple of bodies full of cyberware, but they kind of got incinerated. So that's what the uh, the thump was was the explosion, and then I was busy. Hmm, that's the explosion. Yeah, I know. Ah, so I will. Oh. Okay, so he'll take the uh, the narco jet off your hands. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so back at the uh, the outlook point. Uh, so did you want to try wall running the building? 
Um, how far can I run before I have to grab a hold of something? Uh, so it's a newer looking building, so it's pretty much a smooth surface. Um, so you can run strength plus running in meters and hits. Is there a limit to how much that is? I don't think so. Because I remember looking it up um, back during character creation. And yeah. No, I don't think there's a limit. I think the, the limit is... Okay, so we are looking at a, uh, what did I say, six stories? Yeah. Six so stories above. at 10 foot apiece, so 60 feet. Well, I'm just going to use three meters of floor, so yeah. we're looking at 18 meters up to try to get over this building. Yeah, I know I can't do it in one round. Wait. Well, there is a four-story building next to it. And if you really want... You can jump it. Um, I Actually, I can. I actually have great leap. <laughs> I, I will let you do a gymnastic test between each wall run attempt. <laughs> so... That's okay. Amazing. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I am going to totally, like, ninja jump this bad boy. Alright, so strength plus athletics. Mm hmm. This oh. will only end oh. awesome. That's, uh, that's four successes. So that's ten meters up. And then jump. So wait, it's. But each hit was one meter. Yeah, but isn't it? Uh, you said it was strength plus athletics. Yes. And then and each hit indicates the number of meters you can climb that way. Right, and then plus one for each hit, right? Plus one more for each hit. No, no, no. It's just a. Uh... Each hit gives you how many meters you run. Okay, so that's four meters. Yeah. So, that's one floor up. That's not very far at all. Uh, now, for the gymnastics test, this is going to get progressively harder every time you do it. So, you're going to want to get as many successes on the wall running as you can. Yeah. All right? Okay, so the gymnastics test is going to require just one hit the first time. Okay. Because the walls are actually not too far apart, like two meters. That's exactly the same. So, uh, and every uh, hit, I will let you jump up a great leap. What does that give you exactly? Um, great leap is... I think that's enough. Let's see, it's in the core book, I think. So yeah, here it is. Uh, each level great leap adds a die for jumping test, which I will allow for this. Okay. Okay, so then that would be, so that's two more. So one, two, three, four hits. Nice, another four meters up and you uh, clear, sorry, that's two more meters up because two meters to clear the distance. Okay. So, so you're now six meters up, so 12 to go. And the second one. One, two, three. Okay. Not as good. Okay. Now. Wait, that was three. One, two. Six, seven. 
11. That's still pretty good. You got 11 so far. Okay, so now you're going to need to get uh, additional success so to two. clear it. Yeah, you need at least two. One, two, three. Awesome. That's another extra meter up. Four. Four, huh? My bad. Awesome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, the next one. Okay. Uh, that would be uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not so good. The good news is, now that you're 14 meters up, uh, if you jump across at this point, you're on top of the four-story building. Okay. <laughs> I, I may just try to do that. Okay. <laughs> And I need to get at least, what, three successes? You need at least three successes to clear the ledge. Four. Four successes? Nice. So you are on the other rooftop. Okay. No pancakes today. Gotcha. No pancakes. (laughs) All right. We're good. I love pancakes. Not these kind. Okay. I was talking about those kind. No. No, you weren't. You thought you were. You were mistaken, though. Oh, I was thinking waffles. Yeah. Not the same thing. Okay. Okay, so I'm on top of the fourth story building. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you want to go for this uh, other building again? Because there is no more building to jump to on the side. Right. So at this point, it, basically at this point in the roof, you're kind of at 14 meters up. So you would really only need four more meters to go. But there is nowhere else to jump to except for trying to jump straight up from the side of the building's sheer surface. <laughs> so, how ballsy is your character? Uh, well, let's see here. That would be, I would get six more dice. And then, there would be another two to try to jump straight up from that. Let's go for it. Awesome. And I'm going to burn edge. Probably a good call. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So I explode mm-hmm. All right. I do this to live. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, 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 that's three sixes. <laughs> nice. Mala. So that puts you right at the lip. Four. There you are. Five. Five, nice. five sixes. <laughs> he blew it. No, no, no. I want to know how many successes you get. Six. <laughs> that's all, overall? That's even after rerolling the sixes? Yeah. So, yeah, you just bolt up. You take a running start off the four-story building and just pound your way up, grab the ledge, and just kind of somersault down. And then perfectly on the rooftop. That's because I'm a badass. Wait, we got nice. a green arrow in the damn party? What? So, Apparently. pretty much. Now, even though you just spent edge, because you just did something so fucking badass, I'm going to give you that point of edge back. Kick ass. Because, wow. I mean, you just went from an alley to, <laughs> I'm going to go off this building twice. <laughs> and succeeded. The harder part of that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay, so so now I can see everything very nicely. Oh, yeah, perfectly. <laughs> so it is around five-ish or so by the time you got back and got up here. 
Okay. Although you got up here in like a few seconds. Um, so uh, how long are you going to stay and watch? Um, so how long does it take me to get back to the, uh, the club? It'll probably take you about half an hour. Provided you can get down really quickly. Well, there's always a quick way down. But I don't <laughs> get to go that way. No one really wants to take that way that much. Right. Um, okay. Well, it's only six stories. I mean, six stories is not that hard to run, you know, downstairs even. True. So, are there any uh, fire escapes on this building? Uh, yes, there is. Now that I'm up here? Yeah, but way? it's on the opposite side of the building, unless facing <laughs> away from <laughs> this. Hey. Oh, so. oh, yeah, wow. but... You take a glance down there, and there are cameras on that fire escape. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hey, you could probably technically use gliding just to walk down. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, uh, how long are you going to stay and watch? Um, probably until 6.15. Okay. If I'm a little late, it's because I'm trying to figure out yeah. if they let the dogs in before everybody shows up in the morning. So, yeah. Okay, so you basically do kind of sit down and hang out. It's not too long of a wait. I mean, it's already 5 o'clock. Um, and, yeah, right around 6 o'clock, you see an, uh, a man kind of come out from the backside of the building, uh, kind of whistling a few times in this kind of pattern. Uh, and the bar just kind of... And you get a full, nice, good look at the four of them. There's four That's of them? right. There's four of them. Oh, crap. He throws them a uh, series of, like, kind of not, like, full-size meat steaks, but they're big pieces of meat, and they kind of catch them in midair and kind of nibble on them. Oh. Uh, before he eventually kind of, you know, whips them to kind of head towards the backside of the building. At which point you stop seeing them. Okay. Um... So, now, are you leaving right at 6.15, or? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm going to see if anybody, like, comes out to, like, walk the perimeter or anything. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's actual people that do it during the day, or well, not. you do see, um, shortly after the Bargus leave and you start climbing down the side of the building, which... I'm just going to kind of let you just go down the side of the building gently. Um, you actually notice that the fence rolls down into the ground and just kind of just, just disappears. Um, and not too long afterwards, you start seeing cars showing up uh, entering the building. Okay. Well, driving to the backside of the building. Okay. Now, you didn't see any place like... There's no parking lot on the surface you could see, and there's no way that building could hold that many cars inside of it. Okay. Underground facility. If you don't remember that fucking whistle, I'm going to murder you. Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. <laughs> but see, that's, that's that whole memory thing. That, that's that whole you have to, hot you have to dogs full back. of the narco jet. You do have right. to roll that. You actually have to roll to remember something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, to recall it. 
anyway. Let's see. Uh, composure, memory. Here we go. Logic plus willpower. Yep. Yeah. Which I have eight dice for, so. Okay, I have some faith in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. Wow. Yeah. I don't have faith in anybody but this Enfield AS7 assault shotgun with explosive rounds. You really were happy when you got that, weren't you? <laughs> I, person. I, um, I got wood. I'm not even going to lie. I came up to half-mast off whenever you told me that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Damn it, Dad. <laughs> uh, wow. That's just not okay. It, it is okay. It's not no, okay. No, no it's, <laughs> it's pretty much not okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so well, Shadow Shot's off doing his thing. Uh, let's see, Andrew was doing what? Uh, I was reading. Uh, just out of character, I was reading up on spirits. So apparently, I can't summon a spirit of man here and then just take it over to the facility. I have to actually do that there. Right, because that sucks. No, you got to remember, you have the benefit as a shaman to be able to summon a spirit whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a um, mage, a mage in this time period, has to prepare ahead of time. Okay, I got to do the ritual. I got to bind this element to me, and I got to hope he doesn't, you know, try to fry me when I do it. Whereas you, if you kind of fail with the summoning of a spirit, eh, it might be angry with you, but you didn't try to bind it, so it's not going to be that pissed. I cannot wait until I until the confluence happens. Anyway, I would like to basically to basically get a map of the location, like a public map, like a Google map. Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll a computer use skill. And uh, find my computer skill. It'd be under electronics if you had the group. I do not have the electronics hey, group. I have that group. Do I have... I have uh, that. I do have that. Holy crap, I do have that. Negative. So is that logic <laughs> or intuition? That would be, in this case, logic. Alright. No, actually, yeah, because you're looking just using computer search. Just yeah. intuition, I think, actually. Intuition? Yes. Oh, you're screwed. Intuition always sounds like one of those words they should sing like a schoolhouse rock thing about. Alright, one success. One success. Uh, you find a tourist map of the entirety of the Seattle Metroplex, <laughs> and it's got major highways. No, you did leave L at the coffee shop. <sighs> That's true. Um, basically, Justin, what I'm looking for is to see if like there roadmaps, things like that. Yeah, just to see if there's greenery. That, I'm not. I don't care about roadmaps. I just want to know if there's greenery around the location, or if I recall that there's like a park around it, like well, office the park itself is surrounded by a park. Okay. Like, like, like that's enough greenery there. Like, are you trying to judge to see if you'll be able to summon like kind of a nature spirit that type of yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, in because of how vibrant and like this is not an artificial park. This is obviously a well maintained landscape. So whoever is taking care of this is also doing it more natural ways as opposed to like dropping fertilizer and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So yeah, this is this is definitely a natural area. Okay. Uh, that is what I needed to know because, frankly, if we need to hightail it, the fuck out of there. Anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. So L at yep. the coffee shop. Yep. So L what you doing? Is using the Wi-Fi that mm-hmm. they have. Uh, there's no such thing as Wi-Fi. Oh, I forgot we're in this friggin' eighties. Um. Yes. <laughs> I keep forgetting What's that Wi-Fi? honestly. Anyway, um, she's gonna hook up to the net the best she can. That's fine. It, they're gonna charge you 15 new yen a megapulse to you download. That's fine. She's not downloading anything. Um, uh, using is using downloading, so. Oh, that's fine. She got the money for it. Okay. That's cool. Um, first off, um, she's taking and looking for those red maps, um, that Gray was looking for, um, but. What she's doing is she's comparing them to um, the street and where she noted the security cameras at. Mm-hmm. And she's just, you know, going through and, and basically making a map for herself on which way would be the easiest way to approach the building. So basically you're trying to cross-reference the cameras you saw and pictures of the building that are available online that shows cameras and that type of thing. Yep. Just to try to get the cross-section. Okay. Yep. Then what I'm going to require you to do... Um, is you're going to roll, uh, trying to think of the right programs you're going to use for it. Um, let's just go with, uh, the analyze program. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you roll a browse check to find as many pictures as you can. This is going to serve as a bonus dice during your analyze check to make a cross-reference map. Okay. So browse first. One, two, three, four, five, awesome. six. Like this. Awesome. That's going to mean two extra dice for your analyze test you're going to do now to see if you can create a cross-reference map. Hey. I love rolling a lot of dice. <laughs> uh, shake, shake, shake. One, two, three, shake, shake, four. Shake. Four successes on that? Shake okay. Success. So you eventually go through just... Finding the cameras you could see uh, versus all the different pictures you found on the net of the place. Right. And it looks like pretty much the entire front of the building is covered in terms of camera approach. Right. Um, You even caught a few extra cameras that were in the trees. Uh, The thinnest camera coverage is actually near the back side of the building near those little islands. Interesting. Okay. So you basically kind of cross-reference and pull out a map that shows kind of this kind of plus-shaped building, almost, and kind of this kind of path in the back side of the building that if you took, you probably would not show up on camera. All right. Um, cool. Um, she's going to make sure she saves that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the, getting those pictures, you notice a few things about the building. All right. Uh, the back side of the building definitely has a loading dock and a downward ramp that leads into a garage-looking area. Now, you've gotten pictures of it both during the day and the night because of your browse check. Uh-huh. Uh, at night, it has a large steel gate pulled down over the garage entrance. Uh-huh. Uh, same for the loading dock. Um, right. You could definitely tell there's a lot of cars in there during the day from the pictures you've seen. And you do notice that the third floor of the building is a restaurant of some sort. Uh-huh. Because you've seen pictures of people eating inside of there. 
Okay, um, she's going to look up to see what restaurant that is. So It doesn't even have a name. It's kind of just a company-owned building or a restaurant, like a employee eatery kind of thing. Okay, interesting. So that's the third floor. Um, I had a question in my head and lost it. Oh, um, she wants to see if she can find um, schematics on the web of this building. Okay, go ahead and roll a browse check for me. Uh, you're going to look at pretty high since you're just kind of looking at the web in general. Uh, you're going to need at least five successes. And only got two. Okay, and then yeah, you don't find it just floating out there. Uh, if you want to try to search certain locations or certain networks, you can. Yeah. Uh, it's also possible, if you want, to, if you have the right connections, to pay for access to certain databases. So, she's going to call up um, their fixer. Okay. See if she can get a hold of her this early morning. Yeah, Eve. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Elle? Hey, um, I'm looking for the um, blueprints on that building that um, we were looking to build. Uh, was that Sylvan? Mm-hmm. Uh, I still got people out there looking for information for it. Uh, I'll see if they pull that up, but... It's going to be a while yet. Uh, you're actually catching me right. I'm about to head to bed, so... Okay. Um, alright. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ha, ha, ha. Justin, being smart kin, I look on and see which one of my hacker um, buddies is on at the moment. Okay, you got a couple of them available. Um, I'm going to send out, uh, probably one I trust the most. Mm-hmm. Um, just send out a small ping to see if they're listening. So are you trying to just use your, um, your hacker knowledge to do it, or do you actually have a hacker contact? No, I'm using my hacker knowledge. Because okay. I, I also have the, um, oh, where is it? Matrix, um, identity. Remember we pumped that up to... Mm-hmm. True, but this gives you, uh, knowledge in terms of who you know online. Right. Um, but I'm sorry, who you know of, but it doesn't really mean you know them. Right. That's the reason she's pinging them to see if they're listening. Okay. So you're just kind of shooting on the dark to see if somebody can get you something. Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me a charisma plus matrix etiquette test. Okay. I'm assuming I'm using my, um, matrix identity for that. role. Nope. Etiquette's an influence skill. And if you have the matrix specialization, you can use that. Okay. Uh, Zen, towards your question, uh, which company are you talking about? The one that's actually guarding Sylvan. Oh, yeah. You didn't actually see uh, any like badges or anything. In fact, while you could tell they were security guards, they were wearing more suits than in uniform. Okay. So like, a little bit more subtle. Okay. It's pretty standard for that type of area. Right. And four successes on that roll. Nice. Okay. So, um, what you find is you actually get a ping from um, one of the contacts on there mm-hmm. um, that you kind of reached out to. Uh, they basically says that while they've heard about some of your exploits, they haven't really heard much about like your hacking exploits. Uh, what they recommend for you to do 
is to let me see here. And I need to make sure I actually call it the right place. Uh, wow, my main name is Blaking on Captain Chaos's old network. I don't know why. Shadowland. Shadowland, that's it. Uh, yeah, they actually suggest you uh, reach out to Shadowland, see what they got there. Okay. I uh, put a ping out and say thank you. Mm-hmm. And they actually reply back with a uh, a web address or kind of a LTG address. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Um, she'll make sure that she's secure. Uh-huh. She's going to end up running a, a, a dummy program to make sure that she's not followed back to where she's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's going to um, ping out to Shadowland. Okay. Uh, so you kind of come across it. Uh, visually, it looks like a giant vault wall. Uh-huh. Uh, and it just gives you an access denied thing. Uh, so it looks like people don't get free reign in here. Okay. Um, kind of looking around, um, at the, at the wall that's there. Um, and what, oh, what type of wall is it? It looks like it's metal. It's like this metal working of gears and pipes and just, just like, it looks like the type of security you would want to have on like a nuclear bomb or something like that. Interesting. I want to run an analyze program on it. Go for it. Curious little girl. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five successes? Nice. So what you find is the door itself uh, is a access ice. Uh-huh. Uh, it's actually rather low rated. Probably... A decent hacker who knows what they're doing could probably easily get through this door. Uh, but you notice attached to it uh-huh. is actually some rather nasty-looking blaster ice associated with it. Right. Uh, apparently, whoever's setting up this security wants to be a little challenging for somebody to get in, but they want it to be really punishing for those who fail. Nice. So basically, only the elite can get in here. If you're not elite, you're going to get your ass fried. Gotcha. Hmm. Um... Knowing L, it's a challenge, so she's going to go for it. Okay. Go ahead and roll your uh, to, uh, what, sleaze? Or... Well, I mean, I can either do decryption or sleaze. I mean, she knows what it is now. Yeah. Um, well, you can either try to take over or just slip on through. Uh, she'll probably try to slip on through. Okay. You can either bull force your way in or try to skirt around the uh, mm-hmm. defenses. Either way is admir- uh, admirable in her eyes. <laughs> How about four sixes for you? Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> okay, just checking. Okay, so your character just kind of like, your avatar kind of flutters around back and forth in, on the door until you find the mi- most minute of cracks. And you just make yourself incredibly tiny and just slip through this massive vault until you come out into... Now, visually here, this place isn't much in terms of graphics or anything. Right. What it is is massive in terms of the sheer number of data stores. Like, 
there are vaults and vaults and vaults. And you could tell some have visual security on them. Some are open-related uh, uh, files. You see dozens and dozens of avatars flying back and forth. Some are chatting. Some are accessing data. Lights of data transferring back and forth are going all over the place. And there's just a nice big welcome banner to welcome to the Shadowland BBS. She's just smiling to herself going, I did it. This girl did it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she's kind of floating around, looking around. Um, Definitely, I mean, she doesn't have to be tiny anymore. Um, And her avatar is that of a fairy skull with with, with butterfly wings. So she's, Mm -hmm. It fits in. It it fits in quite nicely, I'm sure. Um, Let's see. She's just looking to see what data's open first off. Uh, uh, there is everything you can imagine. There are dumps of corporate profiles. There are dumps of, you know, offering of data files, of profiles of people, of maps of places. Uh, there are data files indicating, you know, where to pick up different wares, different pieces of software. Uh, there is, like, all kinds of data available. You know, it's, it's all... Going through it all would probably take you months, and you see people dropping and stuff all the time. There's also this kind of different places where people are posting about their exploits and how awesome they are, and other people calling them idiots and just stupid for you know posting this shit publicly. Yeah. So. Um. And over there, there appears to be a literal flame war going on between two avatars. What? Oh, uh, what two avatars? Uh, just this neon-looking cat and this kind of spiked ball with clown paint colors on it. Um, can I roll my Matrix identity, see if I know them? Or know of them? You can. Okay. You're not supposed to give it away ahead of time, then. One, two, three. I don't even have the call pulled up where I can't see. <laughs> um, one, two, three successes. Yeah, so uh, one of them is, yeah, as then put it, Mr. Slamo. And the other one is somebody you're not quite familiar with. Probably someone who hasn't made a name for themselves yet. Uh-huh. But, yeah, uh, literally they're going back and forth sending messages that are bright flaming balls of energy. So they are quite literally having a flame war. She's kind of amazed by that. It kind of snickers. Yeah, like, just obviously. looking at looking at your data knowledge of hackers in the area, they're all here. Like, there are so many icons you recognize that this is kind of almost overwhelming. These are all the names you've heard of who are just the street legends of the 2050s, of the Decker legends. They're all here. And she's in here with them. Yep. She is a happy little camper. Uh, very much so. Alright, um, she's gonna see if she can find the info that she's looking for, which is the schematics on that building. Nazan, he might be busy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll. (laughs) You gotta keep in mind, Zen. The, you know what? Spoilers for the No, no, don't spoil anything. It just spoils from one of the fiction novels. Yeah, (laughs) it does. Four successes. Uh, 
you find a package of Bellevue uh, corporate head buildings. Mm-hmm. It like contains a huge volume of just the readouts of so many buildings. Unfortunately, all of them are 10 years old. But it's got a description of everything. And you do find the Sylvan building in there. Cool. How much is the package? Oh, it's free. It was just dumped there uh, like five years ago. I'll pick it up. Okay. Um. And um. And actually, she's going to drop her a little bit of knowledge there because you know you are a hacker. You know, it may come <laughs> in use one day. Um. She picked up some extra information from the first job they did. Mm-hmm. Not, not the program that they Good. took. Because she's not dropping that there. That's very special. She has yet to figure out everything on it. Um, but some of the extra informa- uh, information that she got, she's going to drop in a bundle. Okay. Um, Sounds good. And kind of put her tag on it. Cool. Um, just because, you know, hey, she's L. She's kind of cocky at the moment. And she made it into kind of like, you know, hacker heaven. So <laughs> she's, you know, out there right now. Well, I wouldn't call Shadowland Hacker Heaven. There is well, Denver. I, yeah, but see, I don't know anything about the game, so there. <laughs> Denver, Dan. Yeah, I mean, Shadowland's one thing, but then there's Denver. Uh, okay, so you're buzzing out of there after that? Yep, buzzing out of there. Okay, uh, go ahead and add Shadowland as a contact for you. Yay! Uh, connection rating 6, loyalty rating 1. They don't know you yet. Right. But since you did drop data when you took data, eh, that's a little bit more respectable. Which is reason she did it. Uh, shut up. Okay, and with that, we're going to take a break, folks. All right. Because I know you guys have been taking breaks, and I kind of can't. <laughs> no. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> Actually, dude, when I said Mr. Slamo, I, was, I wasn't even... I didn't even think it was because Mr. Slamo, I thought his avatar was more like a clown. Clown colors, spiked ball. Going through a flamethrower. Oh, that's right, especially early on. Later, he's different. He's actually a Mm -hmm. clown. Yep, and if she keeps hanging out there, I'm going to have to look up more of the uh, regulars there at that time. (laughs) Uh, Chrome Tiger, The Accountant. Mm -hmm. K Street? Mm-hmm. Don't forget SPD. SPD. Um, Sorry, yeah. guys, we're nerding out a little bit on classic Shadowrun. Yeah. Uh, Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Andrew. And proud of it. as always start off a little easy a little simple and hey some great old classic chatter on love there in the end we're looking at some fun adventures up ahead of harlequin but give the players some time give the players some chances and we'll see just how far they go in the meantime this has been another adventure in the hidden grid six world chronicles we'll see you next week This work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported License. This means you can share it, you can cut it up, 
but you have to add a label for all of the bits within, including the licenses from the following artist. This week we're following the artist Shira Kamin and their album, Music of Waters. The intro music is Dark Tower, and the outro is Dark Schist. The album is available from Magnetune.com. Now, how did that old saying go? Never trust a dragon? I hear you could apply it to some of these elves, too. <laughs> 